Hello, welcome to another episode of Who the Fuck is Delia. I'm just here at the top of the show to give you a little warning about a few things that happened during this episode. We went over for dinner at Mr. Oliver Nagy's house, lead singer of Wide-Eyed Boy, and as you're about to find out, something else. Uh, we had a, a few problems with um, the setup, uh, so Ollie's mic is a bit weird for the first part of the podcast, but then we took a little break, ate some food, I did some jiggery pokery. We managed to fix it, but we didn't want to leave out everything that we talked about. So, uh, if you just put up with the, you know, kind of telephony voice sounding thing for the first ten minutes or so, we do sort it out and get on with the red, 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 and get on with the regular podcast as usual. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. Rate, like, subscribe, all that's jazz, and enjoy the show. Thanks. Is that what we're doing? Is that what we call it now? Parmesan. We call it Parmesan. Not Parmesan. Oh no, that's French. Are we recording already? <laughs> Just getting warmed up, you know. Do we call it Parmesan? Parmigiano. Are we that gentrified? Have we gentrified ourselves? And... Well, it's with a rolling R. Parmigiano. Parmigiano. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Who the Fuck is Delia, the podcast that uncovers the plight of the creative who might not just yet be so successful that they are the face of Nescafe. Okay. Well, no, it wasn't Nescafe. It, it was oh, Nescafe. You, was Nescafe. you were right. It was Nescafe. Yeah. yeah, I knew it was. Yeah. But our guest this week. Oh, sorry. Hi, Shell. Uh, thanks. Hi. Um, our guest this week was face of Nescafe. <laughs> Yeah, but that was very 2016. The face. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) But you can't get people like. No offense, Ollie. Yeah, you're you're amazing. But the face of Nespresso was George Clooney, and if we had George Clooney on the podcast, I'm sorry to disappoint. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, guys! What does he always say that he says something? Nespresso. What I don't know. He has he has like a slogan he uses. Nespresso. Damn that's fine it. coffee. No, that's it. This <laughs> fucking grug coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is it um, Nespresso? Nes- are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Wait there, what's it? Nespresso. He, d- he says something. I don't know. There's like a slogan in the commercial. Anyway. What um, did I say before? I said Nespresso and you like, no, no it wasn't. Said, it was... No, Ollie, Oliver. It's Nescafe. Oliver Maggie, our guest. Oh, Ollie this did Nescafe. Nescafe. Yeah. George Clooney does Nespresso. Yes. Yeah. Right. I get yeah. And I, I partly sold my soul because it's Nestle. And Nestle is like... Oh. They're bad Who people. Yeah, they're oh, literally they? like rubbing Africa. <laughs> <laughs> like from like water. Like literally. Oh, shit. Bad. Well, you were the face of Nescafe. <laughs> <laughs> Basically endorsing stealing water from Africa, apparently. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> to, to back George Clooney, yeah. Nespresso, have, um, they're doing a big campaign at the moment, aren't they? Trying to be Fuck ethical. George Clooney, fuck Nespresso. I'm seeing Nescafe <laughs> and Ollie Nagy, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> apparently, oh. yeah, apparently, the Nespresso pods that I like are, that are George Clooney's favourite as well. Just Ooh. saying. Um, well, I gave you my Nes- Nespresso machine. You, you did. did. You did. We um, have some Nespresso pods down there. It's changed our life forevermore. This podcast sponsored by <laughs> <laughs> Stealing Water from Africa. Um, but if you are uh, an avid listener of the podcast or you've been listening since the start, you'll know that Ollie was our first ever guest on the show. And that was episode two, but it was actually the first episode we ever recorded. 
Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So we recorded like a, you know, introduction to us. We but did. you were the first was, guest we ever yeah. had. And we were just all a bit pissed. Sat around with the football like on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like now. But we thought we'd get you back on because we, we're better at this now. And yep. we can give you a better time on the podcast it's very relaxing i love it i love that when we text you being like ollie do you want to do a podcast when we come over for dinner it's like your response wasn't even just yeah it was just like we're gonna get some after all <laughs> <laughs> that was the best thing i'm my third <laughs> <laughs> we get some after all spritz it's gonna be great <laughs> but so you are for people that haven't listened to that episode you are lead singer of wide-eyed boy yes uh you are past and current collaborator with us i suppose you could say um yes we work together in various capacities but you are also a model i hate when people say that because it sounds so wrong no it doesn't you start owning it it's funny because because when i talk about this i try to like explain to people that it's not the like the the cool modeling thing like you know what i mean like oh i'm model for burberry you know what i mean it's 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 like commercials so it's nothing like glamorous george, and, commercials like george clooney cool. yeah yes george but clooney i'm not george clooney <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, yeah so loads of like you know um commercials that are not cool um but that's kind of perfect well no first of all yes they are Stop some of them are some but, of them are but yeah but that's like kind of perfect and why we wanted to get you back on to talk about it because the whole point of us doing this was talking about the people who are not walking for Burberry. Do you know what I mean? The people who are like, oh, actually, if you you can bump into other models on the street who are, that's their main source of income. Because they're not, you know, they might not be like the face of Armani, but they're totally like doing it, making a living on it. And yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a new thing for you, right? Mm, It is. Well, yeah, it is. You know, I I always thought that, um, you know, in 2016, when I moved down to London, I signed up with these agencies and I thought, wow. My first job, this Nescafe, a billboard, and I was like, "Wow! If this just like if this is gonna happen every week, like once a month, I'm <laughs> yeah. sorted." You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then for like six months, nothing, nothing happened after. Mm. So I was a bit, I had to find other work. Um, and now, re- like about like one year ago, it started to pick up, and I, I'm starting to get like, you know, you know, two, three jobs a month, and some of them are, some of them are really good and they pay well. Some of them are a bit, you know, mediocre. But yeah. um, and the good thing about it is that it's obviously um, you can just work when you're when you're free, so you can work around music. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's like an agency getting exactly, the work. Yeah. And, and so they, you know, they tell they ask you whether you're available. If you if you are, you work. If you're not, it's fine. Um, and also, like you travel, which is fun. I've been to places I've, you know. I went to Serbia, didn't you? I went you? to Serbia. That was <laughs> totally random. Me, your Instagram lately has given me so much FOMO. Because mm. every time I look, you're just in this new amazing city in a hotel room. And I'm like, that just looks amazing. The Serbia thing is yeah. mad. If you would have said, guess where I've just come back from. Yeah. I would have probably gone through every country in the world before I'd landed in Serbia. Serbia. So random. Why Serbia? Um, uh, why? I don't know. The company was based there. It was just like a, for a video game. Yeah. So they scan my face for a video game. You're the face That's of so Assassin's cool. Creed. For, uh, no, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> you text me saying that I you were, and I completely believed you because you, you you could be. I could be. Like, it's one of those things where, I don't know, it, like, obviously that's huge. Yeah. But 
the world that we operate in, and, and especially with you being off in a separate area of the creative world that I know nothing about, for all I know, you could like you could have been. <laughs> I mean, if that would be the case, I wouldn't have to work for two years, probably. Because <laughs> well, Assassin's probably, Creed is massive. Isn't massive, it? Yeah. yeah. I would love that. And I'm probably just like some random I'd character. I'd actually play Assassin's Creed if that happened. You imagine running around like, and being Ollie. Ollie. <laughs> but did you hear about this kid that won like what is it called? There's a Fortnite. Game? Fortnite. Three million. million pounds. Was it three million? Are you What's sure? This? Yes. It was a lot of money though. Yeah. Uh, it might have been dollars. Yeah. Three. He won three for, for, for winning a Fortnite competition. That's like, insane. But What's you a should, Fortnite competition? You know Fortnite, the game? No. Shell, come on. <clears throat> Fortnite, the I game. I don't know it. Fortnite. For- the, <laughs> the game. The game, Fortnite. The more, I don't know how much more I can say. The okay, game. Let's pretend I know a game called Fortnite. Yeah. Okay. He, so won. he won a competition, to uh, like a like a championship. The face of it. No, 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 no. he's a gamer playing Fortnite in front uh, of in front of squillions so of people. He won Fortnite. He he's won the best at playing Fortnite. Yeah, he won the World Cup right. of, of Fortnite. And he's fifteen. Right. And he's fifteen. And he got three mil. There you go. That's why you should sit in front of video games, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all you kids listening. Pays. Yeah. Fortnite. Yeah. But it's not even like I know it's like one of the biggest games in the world right now. But yeah, I'm, that is m- mad. It's not like yeah. And he said he wants to buy a house for his mum. That's, that's nice. Oh, that's dead cute. Yeah, that is cute. I would do the same. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mum could struggle. I'd buy a house for my mum. She's got two. I'll buy her another one. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> for some. Yeah. Your mum's got a house. You, Huh? What would you buy? You actually, mums w- have got houses. Maybe, sorry, mum. Maybe I wouldn't buy you a house. Um, I would. I, I would uh, probably pay pay my mum to travel. Mm. Oh yeah. You know, I buy just my mom to a spaceship. But not because I want her to travel. It's because I want her far away. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I love you. I love my mum. That's fine. <laughs> I would pay for my mum to travel so that she could gain some culture. Hmm. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, Make I know exactly what you mean. Make a more rounded human. Right. <laughs> I don't think she'd be up for that. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Something tells me. So you go to Serbia. Yeah. You get your face scanned. Scanned? That was crazy. Yeah. So what? That you... machine was insane. I was not allowed to take photos. Was it like an MRI I, I wanted to take photo. machine? It, it sounds it, terrifying. It was... It, I literally felt like I was part of... I was, I was in Black Mirror, like mm. one of the episodes... It was insane. Like the room was just, it was a big, big room. And there were like about, I think 300 cameras around me. And they all took a photo at the same time. So they were scanning my face and my expressions. And um, yeah, it was really hot. And it was extremely, <laughs> it was extremely light, like like the bright. Like I couldn't really open my eyes properly. And did you have to pull like weird expressions? Yeah, so I had like 150 expressions that I had to make. Whoa. And it's actually quite, it was quite difficult because you, you, sometimes you had to like just like tense one muscle in your in your face that I'm you, doing it now I'm it's quite like difficult <laughs> like I have I have this um, list of all the expressions that I had to make and it was really it wasn't easy it wasn't right easy. did you have any really ambiguous ones that was like look ambiguous no it was like <clears throat> yeah or like look um, open your mouth and sm- you know the sides of your mouth smile smile a tiny bit but 
not too much. And then <laughs> look like you've got a present yeah. that you're grateful for, but you're never going to use. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like that. Literally every face expression in the world, like you can make. Oh, Matt, and yeah. you don't know what the game's for? I have no idea. They said they said they they let me know in two years when it when it comes out. Jeez, that is mad. That so how long it takes to develop a game? Yeah. Is, is that kind of like is that kind of like the thing that you would? That's the sort of job you get by being a model. There's not a career that is like, I'm a guy, I'm, I'm going to be a guy in a face. game. No, and that's why I said, you know, when people t- tell, you know, when I talk to people about what, what I do, and then I say, I'm a model. I mean, you know, people expect you to be on, you on know, runway. loads of billboards all the time and mm. on the runway, and that's not what I do. I do random jobs like that. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, maybe actors could get those jobs. Yeah. Yeah, but probably. that is fucking nuts. I work with a girl who recently just got a job, um, and she's filming. You know that banged up abroad. Yeah, really? yeah, what? yeah. She's you know banged up abroad. Have you ever oh. seen it? Oh, it's, <laughs> it's the most British show oh, you've ever God. seen. Yeah, basically, human trash go to Spain, yeah. get in loads of trouble, yeah. and just get put in prison. But, uh, right, you think this, but then when I was asking her about it, her story was really emotional, and by the sound of it, hers was like like the, I don't know she was just like she said she was crying when she read the script and stuff and I was like is this the right banged up abroad because the she, one I thought of was like is she an actress in like a recreation yeah right yeah We are, I get a lot of uh, sync briefs you know people yeah. people wanting music for visuals uh, we, there was a period where there was a particular production house that were emailing me and you know Ben Gladwin of this mm. parish um, banged up abroad it was like endless i've never heard of it and the, but it'd be the most niche brief yeah. it'd be like indian sitar piece can't be longer than 46 seconds <laughs> needs to sound like hopeful uh bre- winter breeze yeah and you'd be like what the f- <laughs> uh due an hour ago and you'd be like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> oh my god but yeah, go on. So she's on Banged Up Abroad. Yeah, yeah. So like as an actress. Yeah, and it, it, it's just funny to see that. I don't know. I guess it's like that thing that you said to me is when you moved to like before we moved. You like you moved to London and you you'll just meet someone on the street. who'll be doing. They'll always just be doing that's, something that, so random. Exactly. Mm. That's the thing about London. Like you can actually make a living from doing random things. Yeah. Super random shit. And obviously, because music is is my main passion, I had to find ways to make money. And. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? That's such a it such is. a phrase yeah. for musicians of it's today. It's so true though. Because, because music is a thing I want to do. I needed something else. Yeah, to to do. it's so true. I mean, you know, I I could do weddings all the time, but like I remember when I was like thirteen, and a lot of a lot of singers, you know, might be able to understand this. But like I was I was thirteen, and I was at this wedding, and I, that's that's when I started to do music and that's when I started to sing and I saw this wedding band and I saw the singer on on stage and he was he he was wasted yeah and he was like in his late 30s Adam Sandler (laughs) maybe and I was like I was looking at it and that's when I started singing and I was like wow I I just don't want to be that person yeah you know and it's still my ego telling me no you're not doing any any weddings you know so part of me is like I could do weddings all the time yeah and that would probably, you know, pay pay quite well. But then I could can do this as well. But why when you, you know? can do that? So. See, I have the same. Th- I had the same thing, but with teaching. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I never ever want to teach. Yeah. Like, and and I've been yeah. offered teaching, like good teaching positions where I've been, like I've literally been in somewhere, and some guy's been like, "You'd be a good teacher. Do you want the job?" Mm. And 
I'd no. be sorted if I would have <laughs> took it. If I would have took it, I would have been like, you know, completely sorted. But I was just like... Yeah, you'd have a garden and everything no, right now. No, yeah. It is, I think it's just that, that that image we have in our heads of, of our of Ourselves. our self, our identity, yeah. you know? Yeah. But part of that is like, there's a whole millennial thing, isn't there? Of like, yeah. millennials are entitled. Yeah. Fucking millennials are so yeah. entitled to everything. They think they... But it's because we were told that we could have everything exactly because the generation before us had everything yeah so our parents were like you can do whatever you want you can be whatever you want (laughs) the world is your oyster and then that was true for generation x or maybe even early millennials but it's not for us yeah so that's why you have that image in your head of like no i don't want to do that because then that compromises the image i have in my own head Mm. and it does you know does it takes a lot to get over Mm that image and sort of like swallow your own false sense of pride exactly and i, I mean yeah I'm sorry carry on no, no go go and i came around like I'd, I'd be happy to do weddings now but yeah. at the same time i'm like i'm not gonna promote it you yeah. know what i mean yeah. oh man exactly like fucking like, i'm not gonna be posting about it on instagram yeah you know? exactly and, and it's kind of like why because you would probably you would probably do well if you did that and but then it just there's just something about it that makes you not want to do it. Like you've had that shell big time where you're like, I don't want my face there. I don't want that on there. Oh, I don't want that so on there. So much. Yeah. Like there's some companies that we work with and they'll be like, okay guys, tonight's gig, they want you to really push the social media. They want you to push whatever. They'll send me over <laughs> some shitty poster that they've made on Word Art and yeah. they've got like a picture of me from our Facebook from like four years ago. And I'm like, that's just rude. It is. That's just plain rude. Yeah. To make that, to not even ask me if that's okay and then expect me to promote it. No. No. I don't know who you think I am. I mean, yeah. That sounds awful. I don't know if if you know me. (laughs) I was going to say. But um, I am Michelle from Delia. So much better than that. (laughs) I am the Delia from Delia. (laughs) Well, they could have asked. They could have asked. And maybe you could have sent them a better photo. Or if they were like, like, oh, have you got any images? We want to do a poster. Yeah. All right, here's an image. Yeah. There you go. And also, if you're going to put an image out, if you're going to put an image out of people, you should just ask them anyway. It's just, it's just common courtesy to be like, you should use this image and of also the if, 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 you know, a lot of artists have their solo projects or like mm. their, their mm. things that they're really, really proud of and they want to promote. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people forget about that, you know, when they book, when they book a covers band and yeah. that they, I don't think they understand that, you know, I mean, loads of people just do that and that's fine, you yeah. know, but like if, if you do your solo, your, your own music as well on the side, yeah. they can't expect you to promote the, no. the covers thing. You just f- you're just like That's... muddy in the waters for people online because yeah. like f- no offense, people. Yeah, but you you people are stupid. Yeah, and and I am as well. Mm. You know you you have an you have an image of an artist and that's how you think of them. And as soon as you see them doing something like a wedding or a yeah. cover gig, it muddies that it does, image yeah. of the other thing. Exactly, but and, and I include me is. in people yeah. in that regard. I've like I've noticed recently that so even to the point where even our agency sent an email about it, um, that people now are more inclined to book like actual band looking bands for their wedding. So when I say an actual band looking band, I mean like an actual artist. So somebody who's, who has their own band, but then just does covers in the meantime, but then kind of, they just mess around with it and they make cool covers and stuff. Yeah that now is becoming and they all dress this the way they would dress normally like they just dress normally just in like jeans and whatever you know just kind of casual yeah. 
they're the type of bands now that people are wanting for their wedding because it's cooler. Yeah. When actually they're the bands who are, who don't actually want to do it. They're just doing it as a side project. Yeah. But yeah. this whole like um all wearing the same black suit it's with different totally colored ties. Not a thing anymore. You yeah. know, you know, and they call themselves cover artists and that's what they are. That's their life. They do it like that's not a thing anymore. Mm. And to the point where one of the biggest agencies in the UK is sending out an email to be like um you know tips on getting more work yeah. you need to stop looking like your average cover band and you need to start looking like an artist and i was mm. like shit that's so interesting do you know what i mean so people yeah. are booking these people for their wedding because they look like actual artists but then if they've seen an actual artist doing that it muddies their image of that i mean that's got to go so around in, in cycles in the same way that fashion does oh, or the same yeah. way that any trend does right like what's popular is covers yeah. artists that's odd to think that that's a yeah a, a, there's a trend in that sort of world am i okay to get to my yeah, I just wanted to say. Yeah, go on. We need, we need more ice. And um, I think. How long do we have? Saka? We're making Saka. Cool. So we're back after our little break. As you heard in the intro, there was a problem with Ollie's mic. So we ate some dinner and we fixed it. Yes. And now we're back. A quick a quick break to go get some ice turned into eating moussaka and the best salad I've ever tasted. Broccoli, peppers, pine nuts, Apple. apples. And now we are super it's so full. Good. Yeah. Um, so we talked a little bit about you modeling and you uh, not wanting to be the pissed wedding singer yeah. <laughs> like Adam Sandler. We touched lightly on like being in London and like meeting people who were doing like random stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to delve into that a little bit more yeah. because it really is a little, I mean, I think depending on what industry you're in, obviously like there's things you can definitely do from like Manchester and Liverpool, yeah. places uh, like that. Yeah. But no, you're not in any industry. <laughs> no, nothing up there. But, <laughs> but creative, but for like creatives and creatively, I feel like you can defo come here even if it's just for a few years, take advantage of it and leave and, and leave. you'd be in such a better position. I agree. And like yeah. part, when you said that to me before I moved, I was a bit like, yeah, but also, you know, I could probably still do that in different cities. It wasn't until I actually got here that I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm literally surrounded by these people. But yeah. there is a, there is, there is, there was a movement a while back about, you know, the fact that London is too expensive for creatives, you know, like there were these like billboards that went up and stuff like that. So it maybe you're just super too expensive. fortunate. And That's why people move to Margate. Yeah. But Have maybe you been to Margate? Yeah, I'm not. No. But Antonia, who was in, on the podcast yeah. and who did the film, she, she was in Margate, wasn't she? I uh, I don't know, but is that just a super fortunate position to be in, to be like, we moved here and things went well? Mm. I, I think, I, th- I don't know. I think the opportunities are in London, to be honest. I mean, you, you can be... <sighs> You can be a freaking foot model in London. Yeah, you <laughs> like, could. You could make a living from that, yeah. okay? Like, there there are so many things, opportunities that, that you don't get in, in, not in any other city in the UK. Yeah. Just like in any other country. In Berlin, you had more opportunities than you do in, in, in Frankfurt or in Cologne. You know, yeah. that's just yeah. normal, you know? Um, yeah. and I, but I do agree that London is a city for your 20s, maybe early 30s. Yeah. yeah. And then it just gets too, you know, too much. And then you just move away. And that's fine. I think but at least you've done it. You could know? definitely get out from it. Sorry? You could definitely get burnt out. Oh, yeah. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Unless you make a ton of oh, money. Yeah. Unless and you like can some... afford like a beautiful little place with a garden and two dogs. And, and <laughs> that's the dream. 
<laughs> that's fine. I wouldn't be burnt out then. No, no, no. Yeah. But that's a rarity. And it mm. is too expensive for creatives. But I'm, I mean, maybe I'm sounding like a, a bit of a politician when I'm saying this. And like, you know, one of them right wing politicians who has no idea about the other <laughs> side. Mm. But I think that you get out of things what you put into them. Yeah. And like when I see a lot of people who come here and then six months later move because they like they've just had the worst time or whatever else. I always like I listen to kind of what they've said and I'm always a bit like, well, what did you expect? Yeah. If that's what you came and you did. Yeah. Well, like, the, you know, they, they, they're they like, oh, I just came and then I just had to get like the first job I could in like a restaurant. And then I stayed there for six months, just working 40 hours a week just to make rent. And I'm like, well, then obviously that's not, yeah. then obviously you're going to hate it because why would you, why would anyone do that? Mm. But, you know, I think between the three of us, like how many jobs have we gone through and done and just put and up with for a bit it. just yeah. to make yeah, it work just, just to make it work but then been like nah that's not working for me i've got this other thing here mm. oh nah maybe oh let's try this thing here and you know you have what alex's mum likes to call a portfolio career and yeah. you just do little bits of everything yeah and i mean you know we still have time to come around and have moussaka and exactly you know, <laughs> have, like great nights on the market yeah I, so, but I suppose that's kind of interesting in that yeah part of me was going to be like oh yeah it's what you put into it but then some people at the risk of being that apocalypse uh predicting lefty person who's everything you know well it's what you put into it but some people don't have anything to put into it Mm. because you're fortunate that you've got something to put into it at the risk of being that person maybe it is you know we do have we are fortunate enough to have things to put into it but it doesn't cost anything to work hard and try and bust the ball 20, not 24 hours a day. Cause that's ridiculous, but you know, I nine till so. nine or whatever it is. I think sometimes you have to risk things and then, and just see what, what happens. You know? yeah, and if there is anywhere in the world that you could do that, obviously from a financial point of view, there are better places in the world where you could be more comfortable because you don't have to pay as much rent or whatever. Yeah. But in the sense of like, oh, this opportunity over here isn't working out for me. So there's that one over there. Yeah. London's perfect for that. Yeah, yeah I agree. I it mean, is. the amount of interesting, you know, crazy interesting people I've met in London and, and the jobs I've done, I would have not been able to do this anywhere else. Yeah. In, I don't think anywhere else in Europe, to be honest. Like, yeah. I think London is a very special place. Yeah. Not, not Berlin? No, no. The, really? the amount of the amount of productions that are happening in London, um, the amount of um, things um, in this in the industry, yeah, I don't think you can compare it to any other major what, city. What about so with your because your modeling venture or whatever you want to call it? Yes, your <laughs> <laughs> becoming a virtual human venture. Yes. Um, that didn't really start until you moved to London, right? Yeah, I, so I started doing it when I moved down to London in 2016 on the day of Brexit, actually. Oh, I, remember, I, I remember we met everyone. Oh, oh, it was horrible. Brexit. I woke up and consensus? it was actually planned. It wasn't planned for me to move on the day yeah. of the Brexit vote. <laughs> I'm going to move on this day yeah. in particular. <laughs> but I had the van packed and I met you guys at um, at uh, Camp and Furnace. No, not Camp and Furnace. Uh, elevator. elevator. We elevator. met you that morning, yeah. yeah. I had, had breakfast and then I left. And... Um, it was a weird day, to be honest. It was a somber mood yeah. everywhere in Liverpool. Or everywhere it was actually the first day first day in four years. I think I lived in the UK for four years then. 
where I felt a bit like, oh, do people want me here? You know? Yeah. And I was on en route to London and I was like, I'm actually going to the right place. Just over the 50% right of people, Ali, don't right? want you Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know, I was driving past these these little towns and I was like, oh, was this, was this a town that voted remain or was this a town that voted mm, yeah. um, to leave? And then I was like, oh, I'm actually going to the right place because at least here I feel a bit like yeah. I'm in this little bubble. You know? yeah. Well, I always <laughs> say that London doesn't feel like a city. It feels more like a country. Mm. One, because it's so big. Two, because it's such a, uh, you know, it, it's such a vast place to get around. Yeah. So like, yes, it's big as in radius, but also you could travel an hour and a half and still, and be, still be within London. London. Yeah. Um, but also because it feels like you have parts of it where there's a lot of European people or there's a lot of Eastern um, European mean, people. My, my parents are from people. Hungary and, and, and today I've bumped into eight, eight Hungarians. <laughs> In London. Yeah. So yeah. Hung, so London is, I think the second, yeah, is the second biggest Hungarian city. That's yeah. It's so after Budapest. Yeah, Budapest and then it's that, London. Yeah. That's crazy. So you have so many here and it's actually quite nice, you know, to just like be able to talk to them and... One of the trainers at my gym is Hungarian, so we we, we get along. <laughs> so with, one of so, the trainers at your gym. Huh? One of the trainers one of at the your trainers, gym. Yeah. So you moved down on Brexit Day. Yeah. Which is what we're calling it from now on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like we're having a birthday Brexit or a Christmas. Day. Referendum Day. <laughs> or like Good Friday. Brexit Day. I think it was the 26th of June. I think. Sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So Brexit Day. You're driving down. Could you have... From what you know now, could you have done the model? Could you have gone the model route in any in, in Liverpool or or any anywhere else? Uh, anywhere else in the UK? <clears throat> yeah, probably not. Maybe Manchester. Okay, but because there are a couple of agencies there. Yeah, and like but for someone who doesn't know fucking anything about modeling, people, wh- why? Uh, because all the agencies are based here. All right. the not not only commercial agencies, also like you know the high fashion agencies. So if are you're all assigned based to an London. agency, but you live in Liverpool, will, you're just traveling. Mainly, down all there. be here. A couple of them are based in in Manchester. Maybe there's one or two in Liverpool. I don't know. Okay. But the, the main the whole industry is in London. And when people and when I hear you know models at castings, the thing is that you I always bump into the same people at castings mm. because you get typecast. Yeah. So like I walk into a room and it's just like twenty. Versions of me, <laughs> like that episode of Friends where it Joey is. is like auditioning for a part, and he realizes he needs a twin for a for like yeah. a medical um, test. It's like only twins. He's like, "Where am I going to find someone who looks like me?" And he looks around, and it's just a room full of him. It's exactly like that. It's exactly like that. And then I, you know, we we talk and like we talk about things, and couple, some of them actually travel for castings for like three hours because they don't live in London and they travel in, yeah. and then they take a day off from work. And then they do the casting and they don't get the job. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. 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 That, ha- that must happen all the time. All the time. Do you have like weird little communities then within these models? Because you had that shell with your extra work, didn't you? Yeah. Where you developed this little group of extras that were on a set when, yeah. when you were doing extras. Yeah. I, I literally hated that. It's the worst, isn't it? I, oh my they God. treat you like shit as if well. I, oh my God. If I never get, an, if I never see another extra job for the rest of my life, it will, it will not be too soon. Oh. It was so crap. Like, be, there were f- it will not if you never get an extra <laughs> job again in your life it will not be too soon it makes sense unpick that <laughs> <laughs> email into drunk. deliamusic at gmail.com if you have managed to unpick that 
Like there was some great bits from that agent. And like that was one of very few Northern agencies. And it was like a tiny little thing. What did you film? What, what were we in? Um, Bo Rap. She was in Bohemian, oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Oh, really? Yeah. But then I did like... Which a, scene? Oh, I don't know. I haven't watched it. <laughs> the one that goes... It's where he's in a. It's where he's in like the jester's black and Is white. Is it a performance scene? Like where yeah, he, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That must have been horrible. It was the worst. <laughs> oh god! It was awful. You were there for like two twelve-hour days. <sighs> Probably and like you, call time four a.m. Yeah, and yeah. they do just tr- like the only thing that came out of it. Literally, the only thing is that when I went to wardrobe, the woman told me that I had the best ass in seventies-looking jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like yeah, make your day so, so not, so not the like, money no so I was like cool I'm gonna get a pair of those jeans which you know I've got now yeah. oh, oh the ones you're wearing yeah oh, yeah they're yeah, sick yeah. I love them so that that literally the only good thing that came out of it everything else was just like so shit you got treated like you were like the, the end of the pe- pecking or, peck order is yeah, that right yeah, yeah. yeah. The lowest of the low, like cattle, right? You're getting shipped around from yeah. Bit to, bit. to be fair, I did actually get to eat from the cast and crew uh, thing because what up? Because you had because a good at the ass time, in your I was jeans. Like, <laughs> yeah, and at the time I was like, I'm not eating any of that shit because I'm vegan. Damn girl, and they, get over here and eat this food. You were the only vegan. No, I think there were like two or three other three of oh, us. Okay. Um, a room full of creative people, and you're crap. the only vegan. <laughs> yeah, but then you had all the shit, shit talk. Which was like, oh my god! With random re- people, oh, like it, small talk. I'm gonna save one of them for one of the segments. Okay. But there was just this <laughs> crap small talk of people being like, oh yeah, so where's your study and oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Shut Is that up! How people talk. <laughs> and honestly, like it made me remember that audition process from like acting so times. So that's the same conversation at every every casting call or every extras yeah. job. Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. Mm. Every, that with like, like, and you know what's the most depressing else? thing? The most depressing thing? I've, when I moved down to London, I did a couple of these um, extra jobs as well. The most depressing thing is when you talk to these people and a couple of them are like in their 40s or whatever. And yeah. they say, um, and then you, you start talking and they go like, yeah, I'm a singer as well. And oh. I'm in a band. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So, oh. and, and how many times do you do these extra jobs? And like, oh, this is kind of like my main thing. I'm like, yeah. fuck. Like no, uh, I've only done six. There was one woman who week. was like, yeah, that's <laughs> literally there was one woman who, who I spoke to was like that, and she was like, oh yeah, you know, six I do this, this week. Like, I do do them full time. Like, it's every fucking day. Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, I like, you know, <sighs> you do this full time. Part of me is like, maybe it's better than all the jobs, but like, I don't. Is know. it though? Is it right? I pose the question: Is it better to do a creative-ish job well, not creative. that is not? Yeah, but sorry. Okay, yeah, that, that's my point. I suppose <laughs> is that it's not it, it it's it's in a creative domain. Mm. It's kind of in a world ish of what you want to be in. Yeah, is it better to do a job like that? That's a little bit shit, but it's roundabouts ish. Kind of if you look at it no. upside down around the corner and squish it and squint, no. it, it's it sort not of a looks career. like what you want to do. That's the thing. It's or not a, career. a job that that is nothing to do with what you want to do. That's what well, I, that's that's why I crush. never wanted to teach because because I was like I would rather do something totally different than teach someone to do something that I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, that's you know the I mean? ego thing as, again. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's why that's why thing. good singing teachers are not supposed to be in their twenties. That yeah. you know that yeah. you know you, the good ones are in their forties yeah. because they're already like past that stage where they compare ego themselves to you. The, yeah. you know, and that's like, but it's the same with those kind of jobs. I'm like I would rather 
do something completely different and be really good at something else. Yeah. Yeah. Then like I would I would rather be really good at managing Tesco mm. than I would <laughs> yeah. at like being at the bottom of the pecking order. But it's something that I tried to do once. You kinda do that. Like I know you do the covers the covers gigs, which again is a roundabout ish kind of thing of what you want to do, but yeah. not really. But then you you have your yoga studio job. Yeah. I have only ever done stuff within roundabouts ish what I want to be doing. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't think I I, I feel I like you're not doing roundabouts ish what you want to be doing. I think you're doing what you want to be doing. It's just that you're like at the beginnings of that career. Like I I look I look mm. at him and be like, oh, he's nailed it. Yeah, really? I, mean? I agree. Yeah. yeah, it's annoying, isn't it? It is annoying. I don't, I don't view. I don't view <laughs> you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you vocalists won't know how to stop any oh, of this technology. <laughs> and you know what? You know what bothers me? Like I could be really good at this shit now. Yeah, you know, I know. And back at Lipa, I was like, couldn't be asked. Um, uh, no, it's too much work. I'll yeah. just do songwriting uh, with yeah. Eddie London. Yeah, and it's fine. Yeah. You're like, I don't need to know how to record things. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I think I that's know. hilarious that vocalists don't know how to do stuff. Drummers as well. Although drummers are getting better at it because drummers have to have drum pads and stuff yeah. now. So yeah. they have true. to be better at it. But that's you get true. you get a certain kind of drummer, not naming any names. <clears throat> uh, but they they don't they still don't have a grasp on that technological side yeah, yeah, yeah. because their instrument has been so organic for yeah, so long. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. guitarists, keyboard players, bassists have always, always had technology. Amplify it. Yeah, yeah. yeah use it. Pedals. Plug it in. All yeah, sorts yeah. of shit going yeah. on. A keyboard players and synth players, they're even more so. But drummers and vocalists, you know, vocalists are like, my mic isn't working. And the okay, sound I'm engineer, not sound engineer is like, there's a I'd switch on the top. To... <laughs> yeah. on and off. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I was just better at producing things. Like, I can record my own vocals. That's mm. fine. Yeah. And I can do like shitty demos. But like, I wish, I wish I could just be better. And and I, I wish I would have put more effort into it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's a weird one you can i look back on things and wish i put more effort into certain areas yeah like playing wise as a guitarist that's the one thing about lipa that i really regret you know like instead of because it was a fun time like like we were all you know we all got along university is always gonna be fun yeah instead of like choosing the easy way out you Mm -hmm. know i should have chosen the 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 topics that really challenged me yeah you know I think I so I I I should have not I should have not done songwriting because I I was doing that anyway. Yeah, I chose the path of least resistance. Me too. And I should have gone the exact opposite way. So in our university, and my God, you don't have an A plus or whatever they call it. You know, you don't. You're not going to be the best one in the class, but at least you're learning. You know. So when we're at university, you would pick uh, two out of four subjects, wouldn't you, in your final year? So songwriting, performance, composition, or production. Yeah. And I went the path of least resistance, songwriting, performance. I'm doing Same. both of those things. Yeah. So I'm just going to get marked on my life. Oh, it's so annoying. But and also, I should have done the exact opposite. I should have gone composer, producer. Yeah. But also, just to play devil's advocate, I don't actually just disagree. Advocate? Like a... Just to play devil's avocado. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> not avocado not, drink, the alcoholic. Like, not everybody, drink. not everybody is strong in everything. So maybe you like, so maybe it's good for people to pick their strengths and strengthen them. Uh-huh. Do you yeah, know what I mean? So like the- you pick something you're good at and you strengthen what you're good at. So maybe yeah. you wouldn't be as good a songwriter or a performer oh, now on. had you have done I mean, that. Did you lo- I mean, sorry, but did is, you learn anything? Listen, is, Lipa, I'm just playing is anyone advocate? going to listen to this from I, Lipa? But like, I started this by saying I don't disagree. You yeah, are, yeah, yeah. you're the avocado that's too <laughs> soft. <laughs> Not devil's avocado. You're like shit avocado. That you're like, no. <laughs> 
It's like, this is reduced. And then you give it a squeeze and you're like, ooh, no, no. <laughs> can't yeah. take that. Maybe I'd be like a world famous producer by now. Who knows? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, yeah. But I think, where how do we get to that? I don't know. We went like. Went a weird route. Detour. But I think we were talking about, we obviously we were talking about London and how it's easy to meet people and stuff. But for the, for the model thing then. Mm. Oh no, we were talking about I got a yeah, big we were talking community, about huh? community. Community. Yeah, right. Okay. So when you're on set yeah. or shoot, oh however whatever terminology yeah. you use. So Shell's got her little extras. You meet crazy people, by the way. Like, so that's just what I want to ask. Egos. So what's the, do you have stereotypes for like yeah. the photographer? 100%. The director? Do you have like some a director who's directing the shoot? Yeah, directors or yeah. The a the, the is the agent there or who's there? To run around makeup artist. Yeah, put someone who dresses you. Yeah, are they all? Do they all have Costume. stereotypes? Pretty much. The yeah. girl who yeah. does the makeup or the hair has always got some like crazy dyed hair, some like cool cut and. It depends. Depends where you are as well. In London, right. yeah, but whenever you leave, but like it's it's uh, the, you meet insane interesting people but a lot of them especially the the models can be um i, I don't know how to put it into words um sexy <laughs> no but like there's a type of competition going on which i don't understand because obviously we all we we're all different yeah people we're all different types mm-hmm. no one's gonna book the f- four guys who look exactly the same for their commercial unless yeah. they want to look have like four twins in their commercial but like yeah. like and then, and they, but there's still some kind of awkward, you know, talks about. So how much? How much? So they try to talk around it. Yeah, and go that's like, the annoying so thing. So how much did you get for the day? Right. Yeah, like, they don't. Weird. They don't like do it like that. They don't ask you, but they. Talk, I don't know. They talk around it. What about what about name dropping? Name dropping as in like oh, brands, can, photographers, sometimes directors, films, whatever. Sometimes, but the worst thing that happened to me once was when I moved down to London. It was it was the second month I think I was here, and I went. I did a job for ICOS. It was that you know that thing, um, that's electric yeah, cigarette thing. Music, mm-hmm. yeah. Music, but I wasn't signed with a modeling agency then. It was only people's agency that send you to do extras jobs as well. Yeah. yeah. So I I but for some reason via them i got this icos job mm. and i show up to the shoot and i sit on this couch with like two other like one girl and a guy who were with a modeling agency yeah. and they hand us over the contracts and i have the contract in front of me and we did the same job yeah, yeah. and i'm signing my contract and mine said like 600 pounds which for me was amazing you know like great you know yeah and i look left and it says two and a half grand oh Ooh, my god you did the exact and same thing i was like oh my god i got so angry i got up and I called the agency I was like what the fuck <laughs> why am i getting 600 and they're all getting two and a half grand so you- and they're like well that's just because you know they wanted to save save money they, the, the 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 brand wanted to save money and went with the people's agency for a couple of uh, roles instead right. but we literally did the same thing i saw her wa- i saw them walking in they shot for like 15 minutes and they left Jeez. oh that is so annoying you have yeah, like that a, is annoying estelle from friends on the end of the phone who's like ollie i wanted oh, to hey. give you the good oh. book <laughs> you gotta understand you're working in show business here <laughs> do it for free <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is the business oh god yeah so stuff like that happens a lot oh know? man that sucks yeah i mean on that like little note that'll be a good way to get into our next meg here we go we'll drop in the jingle here 
Do you do out by Oasis? Why don't you just go on the air? Is there any chance you can sound more Ed like Sheeran. a German? What's your plan B? Plan B. Plan B. Oh, don't know the door. What's that going to do when he's finished with the drums? We haven't got a jingle for it. What? What's Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums? Yeah. Yes, we do. What? Didn't think we had a drums? jingle. More drums? More drums. <laughs> this, is, this is a... This, this wouldn't have been part of the podcast when you first did it with us. No. So this is things that happen that only you would know about through working in whatever industry it is oh, that you work. okay. So Jack Batchelor's grandparents always ask his parents what's Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums. Jack Batchelor is a drummer who is fantastic and is making a career and a life being a drummer. His grandparents just don't get it. Yeah. Anyone got anything this week? I've got one effect if people can't think. Mine is, mine's related to covers gigs this week. And it's... Of course it is. The fact that when Shell's not there mm-hmm. and someone comes over to speak to me and they want to request a song, mm-hmm. they always do the same thing. And they always go, does she know this song? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, maybe. <laughs> like, Ask her if she knows it and if she can do it, that'd be great. And I'm just like, what if I? What about me? Yeah, 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 yeah. They expect you to know everything. Yeah, and I'm just like, I what? So, so they could be like, you know, it could be the hardest song in the world on guitar. Yeah. Does she know that one? I'm like, Ugh. I'm just like, no, she doesn't know anything. She's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to, just to, just to get out of the fact that I'm just like, well. Maybe she does, but I don't. I'm here too, you know. Yeah, maybe people, maybe people who don't play an instrument don't actually realize that it's it's not that easy, you know. I don't know. I don't know if that happens with anyone else. All right. Well, I've got one um, in relation to what we were talking about before. Yeah. So I was at a um, an extras casting once, yes. and there was this old guy there who was like fifty, and like his life was extra casting. Right, mm. this is what he did day in and day out, and I think it was the first time I'd ever done it. To anyone who's fifty, being an old guy is <laughs> fifty. It's not that bad. Shell made it sound no. terrible. There was an old guy there who was like, "I'm halfway 50. there. We're all halfway there." <laughs> yeah, we are. But I mean, ain't that like, old. it's actually terrifying. Fifty's not. All that right, old. you know what? Actually, he wasn't even fifty. He not was like 80. forty-five. He was like, he was like eighty. He was trying to be like younger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wasn't accepting the fact. Yeah, 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 that yeah, he yeah, was yeah, older. Yeah. He was that kind what of boy. And he was like, um, he was telling me about how long he's been doing extra work for, and talking about his acting career mm-hmm. and things like that, which was non-existent. Mm-hmm. I know it was really sad, and and I wa- I was like engaging with him because I was like, oh, he seems like a. You know, like, yeah. you know, not, I don't want to say it took th- sympathy, but you know what I mean? You were just like, oh, I'll engage with this guy. He's mm. making an effort to talk to me. Everybody else is up their own arse, so Wasn't why not? Like, and he was a nice guy. And he was a nice guy. Okay. So, um, so I don't know. I was just like, you know, when you're engaging with an older person, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, any tips? And then um, <laughs> oh. he's doing that kind of thing. And he was like, uh, yeah, the biggest tip I've got for you. And he like put on his like, you know, his teacher voice now. And I was like, go on. And he was like, <laughs> If they ask you to do something, you do it. You do anything that they ask. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> holy, oh, holy shit. Oh my God. What did he like, do? Okay. He took his shirt off and he had like, he had like <laughs> wings implanted in the back of yeah. him. That I, I mean, wrong, I didn't though. ask him. I didn't ask what he had to do, but I was just like. He's got like a sixth finger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, and I made a joke being like, you know, oh, uh, you know, like anything, 
you know, making a joke. I was maybe like, oh yeah, I bet you're not anything. And he was like, no, 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 Any, no. Anything. You do anything that they ask you to do. If they ask you, you jump to it. And I was like, oh, that's such a sad living. They're like, step oh, on this kitten. It's so They're like, sad. <laughs> okay, I'll do it for an extra 20 pounds because yeah. apparently you can, they, 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 tick, they tick what you've done. So you brought your own clothes. You get an extra 10 pounds. Yeah. You, uh, you, I don't know, you, you had no food. So they give you another 20 pounds. Yeah, yeah. So stuff like that. What? So they probably have like a, you get models turning up completely naked and they're That's like... That's the thing. Like, I, I got what? booked. I got booked for a shoot to be in a freaking, like, sex scene in a dungeon and I was just supposed to be in the back but I was supposed to be naked. Right. And I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but the pay was so good so I was like, you know that that tiny, like, millisecond where you're like, should mm. I? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not gonna happen. I would have done that. You would have done it? How, yeah, much, how much are we Why talking? Not? Come on. Completely naked. Yeah, how much? Okay. It in the like, background. It was like one grand for a day. <laughs> I'd do that. What's it in? What? What? Who's seeing it? Where? Where? It was in like for a movie. And you're in the background. Mm, for a series, uh, like a series, I think. <laughs> I was just in the background, yeah. But they said I'm I'm visible. Your face is in it. Yeah. So I'm not unrecognizable. Mm. I'd do that. I would not do that. So you got your face <laughs> and your and your member in the same. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's different for guys. Why? I mean, because we all look the same. What? Well, guys, what do you mean? Like, girls all just look the same, except for the, some of us have, like, bigger or smaller hips. Like, we essentially, like... this. I think it's just because we're just used to seeing women naked more than well, Yeah, men. that's what yeah, I mean. Probably. If you see a girl it's... naked, you're like, oh, yeah, I mean, that. yeah, she looks like another girl that I know. Whereas when you see guys <laughs> right. naked, it's a bit like, you you know, you can be like, oh. Well, it's ooh, a bit like... That one looks... Oh, that's oh, a bit different. <laughs> is, it men in, is it men in black when, like, he, he, like, reveals that he's got, like, a second head on his shoulder or something? It's like a smaller version of him. Mm-hmm. That's kind of that's kind of like what uh, is that really you know the original it's something it's something no, like that. No, he shoots him in the head and then he grows back to. I know no, there's something else where he like reveals that there's another one and it's like whoa what the fuck <laughs> it's like a small version of him. I suppose that's kind of what's going on with the bloke in it. Yeah. In that it's like that, yeah. like you know, ninety nine percent of me is judged on a daily basis, and mm. then that one percent, or you know, ten percent of you, or twenty percent, whatever. <laughs> um, is like just that's just sums you up. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, he's also, a really nice guy. Oh yeah, but did you see him in that film where he was naked? He had a really small cock. <laughs> 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 like, that just get that just so sums cool you up anymore. forever. You could be like the, the most nuanced, amazing person in the world, and you're like, oh yeah, but I saw him naked in that film. Have you seen it? Yeah, sorry. And the thing is, like, it's irreversible. It's there forever. Mm. Yeah, you know but I mean, I guess from a girl's point of view, it's 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 easier for a girl because you can definitely play it from the point of view of 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 being like. Um, I, like I guess if they were like, okay, we want to put you in this film, we want to like really over sexualize you, I'd be like, well, no. But if they were like, we want you to be standing in the background somewhere, then a girl can definitely play it, being like, this is my body, this is I'm a real woman, this is what we look like. Everybody needs to calm down and stop laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But guys can't do that. Nah, you probably can take, not. Take the piss out, of guys. Don't you? Guys Big can't do that. Guys so. have to like. You can't be like respect my body yeah, as exactly. a male. You. <laughs> That's actually quite interesting, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And it's. I know you guys don't watch Love Island, but <laughs> I've seen an episode. But there was this big di- discussion about like um, a girl's code and how girls stick up for each other. Mm-hmm. And there was this one uh, one episode where um, you you said you saw that episode as well. I think his name is Jordan. I don't know, like where he wanted to get with this other girl, but he was already with Anna, mm-hmm. and then Anna like literally goes mental, and like all the other girls are attacking Jordan. Oh yeah, yeah but yeah, like yeah. like six girls are attacking him like quite aggressively. Saw, yeah. 
And it's interesting to see because if that would happen the other way around. Oh my God. Imagine six imagine guys stood around a girl. Six, seven guys ganging up on one girl. I mean, yeah. that would never happen. No. You know, so, so, so that's really interesting as well. Yeah. That, that, you know, you can't really do, do it both ways. I wonder if the fee for something like the job you were offered mm. would be more for, the, for a girl or less for a girl to do that yeah, exact same job. Yeah, that would be an interesting. I don't think, I th- it would probably be the same. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I reckon it might be more. Really? Yeah, I reckon it'd be the one industry that women would get. Paid oh yeah, more always. In. <laughs> That's true. Actually, like so much more. Like my my girlfriends who 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 model in, in London, they make so much money. It's insane. There's so much more. There are so much more products, and they, they just get booked way more than guys do. Yeah. What's the like? No, forget that. Doesn't matter. Craziest <laughs> casting. I've been to crazy castings. We had to act like I was like f- like flying in on a on a disco ball. <clears throat> Stop now! <laughs> yeah. Tell me about and there was that. no disco ball, so I was like, "How am I going to do that?" And then he gave me this, you know, that ball that you sit on when you work at, at a desk and you don't want like it's good for your yeah. back, you know, like those... when you're pregnant and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so he yeah, gave yeah. me that, and he was like, "Now sit on it and act like you're flying in on a disco ball and stop. act like you're really enjoying it Whoa. no stop it and the thing is that i thought i would do that for maybe five seconds and he would be like okay cut and then thank you and he like it went on for like like at least one and a half minutes and was the casting oh, for like just like God. a businessman i don't like act- i'm just gonna make this idiot Did anyone do this laugh? <laughs> i don't actually remember what it was for but it was sorry did you get a laugh i was no i was like i was doing it and i was like <laughs> When I can, when can I get out of, like, when can I just leave? Because it was so embarrassing. That's right. That reminds me of an audition that I went for. Yeah. And they were like, at the end of the audition, and the audition went great. Like, the monologues and everything were fine. It was for the National Youth Theatre. So it was when I was like 17 or something. And at the very end, they were like, okay, uh, final thing we want to ask you to do is um, uh, do your best impression of a cow. (laughs) And I was like, what Why? You're like do your best impression of a cow and i was like okay man. okay Michelle was like man and like, that's not a cow no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> i totally dived into this role i committed 110 percent i was you the best cow i've ever been it's actually impossible i was the best cow i've ever been the problem was whilst i was doing said cow mm. like no one called cut i'm gonna i'm gonna, and I'm gonna like on. I was like a cow for like two or three minutes. Oh, now she's like, "Do I call cut? Do they call cut? What's happening right <laughs> now?" Because me. I've been pretending to eat grass for a good minute now. Moo, moo, cut, Someone say cut? No, keep being a cow. Really enjoying this. <laughs> like I was licking myself. I Whoa. was. It was mental. Do, do cows lick them? Do cows lick yeah, you like clean themselves. You know. Then, oh, I'm sorry. You're thinking of a cat. <laughs> All animals clean themselves by licking themselves. Surely. Uh, birds. They do. Fish. Fish don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm not here for this. <laughs> what animals don't have tongues? Jellyfish. But that reminds me of, of the, 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 the ball. The, the, ball. the disco yeah, yeah. ball. So the, disco ball. the same things. thing. Yeah, that's... Uh, they ask you to do weird stuff in castings, you know. Can you give us a little preview? Of the cow? Of the cow. No, please, not right now. please. I will do after the podcast. Do you want us to get more listeners on this podcast I pre- or not? I pre- I I, I cocked, commit. I cocked my leg and pretended to pee at one point. You were thinking of dogs and cats. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a cow cock its leg. Did you woof as well? 
god. Were you like crouching around at one point as if you were gonna like pounce on some prey? I went under mm. tables. There were tables in the room and I was crawling under did the Did you tables. get the job? That's not what Cow, what, 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 doing? what was the job what was it for? It was to be in the national it was to be a part of the National and Youth Theatre. Did you get it? Of course I didn't get and it. And they were like, <laughs> she, this 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 girl is really, <laughs> really talented. But she she thinks that she's insane. she thinks that cows cock their legs when they piss and lick themselves clean. So she's clearly a fucking idiot. So there's no way. I was thinking, get out! I was ready to do a cow. That was clearly a cow. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Funny. Christ! On that note, let's move on to the final oh smeg. Oh okay. <laughs> e oh my god! Who the fuck is Peter Guy? Who's he, lad? So this is who the fuck is Peter Guy? Shell knows who Peter Guy is. Well, like, Ollie knows who Peter Guy is. Everyone, oh everyone knows who he is. Everyone knows I mean, who I mean, Peter Guy is. Right, I got. Right, can we, can we, can we just read out? Some I'm, of, I'm on it. I'm on it. Are you on it? On okay, it, co- cool. His blog or what? Team no. me up. Team me up. So we got a, um, we got a text because people, you know, obviously everyone listens to our podcast clearly. So somebody actually texted us some pictures that they'd seen on a bathroom wall I love those they're everywhere in Liverpool <laughs> they're everywhere aren't yeah. they what the fuck yeah. what did they say Alex we got Peter Guy loves chicken nuggets <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait do you know where these bathrooms are no. uh, it's in a venue because there's a guitar clearly in shot yeah. uh, <laughs> Peter Guy makes women cry oh I like that one because it's got a little rhyme that's rough and then this one has nothing to do with Peter Guy but it's fucking stupid and it's so scouse your da does handstands while watching Noddy. <laughs> what is Noddy? Have you never seen Noddy? No, what is that? It's like a children's TV <laughs> oh. stop motion okay. thing. I've seen a couple about Peter Guy. Um, yeah, they're all over the place. About, it's sound, you know, sound on... on, on, on um, yeah, sound food Duke Street. Duke, no. is, it, is that Duke Street? Upper Parliament? Yeah. No. I don't know. On that yeah. street. You know, next to L1. Anyway, loads of like... <laughs> funny i forgot them though i don't remember they're always really stupid as well yeah Yeah, they're always so stupid such such as peter guy loves chicken nuggets but i think i mean you made it right if you have like random strangers like writing things about you i mean maybe bathroom walls yeah i'd fucking love random strangers to say michelle harris eats chicken nuggets i'd be well up right (laughs) do we know that it is random strangers and not just him going yeah. around <laughs> hyping himself up. And not even, not that's even, actually a really good way to like. Not even as graffiti. Out. Not even as graffiti. He's just writing things that he thinks. He's just like Peter guy loves like, chicken loves nuggets. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Imagine. Just talking about himself in the third person. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is our music review segment where we give you uh, some tips on what to listen to this week based on what we have been listening to this week. Cool. Shell, you want to go first? Yep, I have listened to nothing this week, so I'm <laughs> going to pass over the gauntlet to someone else. Oh my god! I've got two. I've got two. I'll, I can let I me can... scroll through my um, Spotify. Do it. Actually, I've got three, so I'll fill in for you, Shell. Mm-hmm. Number one is a track I produced by a, uh, a brilliant new artist called Kayla. I think uh, she goes by the name Kayla Grace on uh, online. And the track is Poke the Bear with a video shot by Jamie Garcher and his team at Alpha Bravo Studios who are on an episode of this podcast. It's a creepy kind of exorcisty type video with a big like teddy bear. It's quite scary, but you know, we've worked on a few things together and I'm excited for, for her stuff to come out. Poke Peter Guy. She's got, um, hey, Nothing. she's got um, some really cool stuff coming out. Then I've been listening to... The 1975's new single 
1975, which is the oh, first track off their new album. I would have. Oh, I have listened, I have to, listened that, yeah. to that. I would have done that one. Is it good? It's really good. So it's the, in- the intro to their next album, which isn't coming out until next year. Hmm. The album is called Notes on a Confident on a Conditional Form. Notes on a Conditional Form. Um, but the first track on their albums is always called the 1975, isn't it? Yeah. And it's always like got the same lyrics yeah. or the same whatever. But this one's completely different, and it's um, it's got a speech from Greta Thunberg. Thun- how do you pronounce her name? Greta Thunberg. <laughs> <laughs> you know that she's she's a she's a a, a climate change activist. So who's very so young. going to cut this part. Um, I know who you mean. The it young girl Thun- is Thunberg. Uh, Thunberg. 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 Yeah. Thunberg. Thunberg. Yeah. Um, and it's a speech by her about what, well, everything that she does speeches about, you know, climate change and action. Yeah. It's, really it's, cool. it's really good. And the music's beautiful and the way it's edited is really nice. Um, I'm excited for that. I think it's really good and it needs to be heard. Mm-hmm. And then the final thing is I gave Chance the Rapper's album, new album, a go. Let me, let me, let me, let me, um, let me give it a review for you. Go on. I'm just going to put it over here on the steaming pile of meh. No, no. Oh, really? really? No, it's cool. It's cool. It's Chance the Rapper. Did you, did you not like it? I've not listened to it, but oh. I'm just meh. Mm. About Chance the Rapper? Mm. You're fucking mad. No, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's not absolutely amazing, but it's fun. It's summery. Yeah. If it was a sunny day, it probably would have been even better, but it was raining today, so it was a bit like me. But it's so it's just fun, and he's good, isn't he? He's exciting, and he's got a good voice, and he's got good rhymes, and the production's cool. And there's a lot of like, yeah. I think does that a lot, which is kind of exciting. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> well, it's cool. It's called Big Day. Uh, the artwork for it is awful. I hate it. But oh, is that the one you showed me today? Uh, oh no, that's another one. No, no. <laughs> um, so that's that's me. That's the 1975 Chance the Rapper and Kayla Grace. That's cool. What? Anything, Ollie? Um. Well, nothing like super current. Um. But that does not matter. Yeah. Um, I've been listening to Jake Shears. Cool. You know know who he is, right? Yes. So, yeah. So he has a great song um, called, how did I miss it? Um, All for what? It's so nice. All for what? All for what? It's lovely. Um, And who else? Um, High as a Kite from Norway. Do you know them? No. No. So, um, you know, I have a couple of Norwegian friends and they introduced me to the band and they have an amazing song called God Don't Leave Me. It's actually quite, it's not, I think it's been out for a couple of years, like four or five years, but it's right. so nice. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, Sick. Well, yeah. well, we'll add that to our Who the Fuck is Peter Guy playlist, uh, which you can follow on Spotify. One day we'll get the guy himself on the podcast. Yeah. That's it's coming. Amazing. It's coming. One day. Is he? Did you talk to him? Maybe. No. <laughs> maybe our guys are talking to their guys. Who knows? D- DM him. Maybe. <laughs> That's Slide not happening because DMs. we are our guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have no guys. <laughs> I mean, our guys are talking to this guy. Um, but let's wrap this shit up because we've got drinks to drink. Dessert. dessert. I'm dessert. gonna make dessert. Oh now. my god! I'm, I can't wait for this dessert. I'm, I'm so full that I'm like uncomfortable sitting like this with this microphone. So thanks for listening this week, guys. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah check out wide-eyed boy um ollie what's your instagram uh wide underscore eyed underscore boy and what's your own instagram ollie underscore alex nod n-a-g-y that is Noich. 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 and that's for us other brexiteers it is naggy naggy <laughs> alex naggy <laughs> um so follow ollie online follow wide-eyed boy 
Um, you got some stuff coming out, right? Uh, yeah, we're working on a uh, um, kind of like a acoustic or or remix. We haven't decided yet. EP and a uh, and the new single. So working Sick. with that. Yeah. Go and check all that out. Thanks for listening to the show, guys. Um, it's a heavy period for us at the moment. So heavy period. Yeah, sorry. I keep using that phrase. It's terrible terminology. <laughs> I've, I've used got it a heavy online. period at the moment. <laughs> right. Um, on that note. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, so it, things are, it, we're busy is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so we try the, our best to keep this podcast coming out every week and, uh, just bear with us if there's anything that's a bit, you know, a bit amiss. Um, but thanks for joining us, Shell. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. Ollie, thanks for coming on again. It was great to have you on in a more coherent way than last time. Um, and remember too much sauce ruins fries.